welcome to the Track Talks podcast. I'm your host, Lina Rohtla, and today's episode is focusing on a question. How does competing on an international elite level influence young track and field athletes? As a track and field athlete myself, I have dreamed of being able to represent my country. Unfortunately, I have not been successful enough to experience it myself as an athlete. But what I do have are the experiences of volunteering and being a spectator in multiple international competitions. Moreover, I've had the opportunity to cheer for my friends who have been so talented to qualify for these championships. As I'm curious of the ways that these international competitions impact young people and I don't have experience in this field as an athlete, I search for answers about young elite athletes from different journals. Most of the research on young elite athletes focuses on mental health, coach support, motivation and injuries. In 2018, there was an article published on Journal of Sports Science, which was called Excelling at Youth Level in Competitive Track and Field Athletics is not a prerequisite for later success. In this article, the authors Philip E. Kearney and Philip R. Hayes discussed their findings from examining a database of track and field performances. The result of the examination was that there is not a strong link between excelling at youth level and then again at senior level. Another important detail brought up in the conclusion was that misconceptions about youth development are likely to lead to issues with early specialization, such as dropout and injury. Furthermore, another issue concerning young elite athletes is burnout. In 2012, the Journal of Clinical Sports Psychology published an article, Perfectionism and Athlete Burnout in Junior Elite Athletes, the Mediating Role of Motivation Regulations. In the study, authors Paul R. Appleton and Andrew P. Hill investigated whether motivational rules can moderate the relationship between the socially imposed and self-oriented elements of perfectionism and athlete burnout. The findings of the study suggest that athletes who report greater degrees of self-oriented perfectionism may be characterized in part by higher levels of intrinsic motivation and lower levels of a motivation. Therefore, aforementioned pattern of motivation regulation may prevent an athlete from burnout. A more recent study, Coach Support of High School Student Athletes Struggling with Anxiety or Depression by Emily Crocious, Sarah P. D. Chrisman, David Couple, and Stanley Herring, was published on Journal of Clinical Sport Psychology in 2019. This study's purpose was to uncover characteristics that determine whether coaches help athletes suffering from depression and anxiety. Similar to the previous study is an article the coach created motivational climate, young athletes' well-being and intentions to continue participation from Maria Sol Alvarez, Isabel Balaguer, Isabel Castillo and Jean L. Duda, which was published in the same journal in 2012. Both of these articles highlight the motivational climate practices and the psychological support from coaches. In the lastly mentioned article, it is stated that sport involvement must result in a pleasant experience for the athlete, in order for it to positively contribute to the athlete's welfare. It is also stated that coach behavior is one of the factors that influences the experience and the level and quality of an athlete's motivation. Lastly, to understand an athlete's motivation or climate better, I found a motivation and emotional research report from 2009 called Motivational Climate and Changes in Young Athletes' Achievement Goal Orientations by Ronald E. Smith, Frank L. Small, and Sean B. Cumming. This research paper discussed different aspects that influence young athletes, such as motivational climate created by coaches and different goal perspectives like mastery and performance involvement. The findings of the paper proposed that coach-initiated motivational climate can play an important role in the experiences and psychosocial development of young athletes. Furthermore, the study also revealed the climate-related changes in motivational variables over the course of a sports season.
As mentioned before, some of my friends have had the opportunity to represent our country in multiple international competitions. Therefore, I'm honored to welcome one of my oldest friends, who is also my former training partner, Rina Maria Land, to help me tackle the question of how does competing on an international elite level influence young track and field athletes. Rina Maria Land is a former Estonian track and field athlete who has won multiple national champion titles as a young athlete. The reason why I chose to discuss the topic with Trina is because she has competed in multiple international competitions like Baltic Championships, Under-18 European Championships, European Youth Olympic Festival and Under-20 International Match. Hi, uh, I would like to welcome Trina to my uh, discussion here. Thank you for taking the time. Hi, thank you for inviting me. So to start off, uh, I have a question. When and how did you find your way to track and field and how long have you been doing athletics? When I was in the first grade, we had uh, like a sports day and I won the long jump and the 60 meter run. I think that was the point where I knew, knew that track and field was for me. And I did uh, track and field for about uh, 13 years. And unfortunately, I had to quit last year, uh, do lots of uh, university work. So you mentioned you had a pretty long uh, track and field career. What events have you specialized in? Uh, when I started doing track and field, I was, uh, I think, seven years old. And uh, the trainings were mostly very playful. We played like running games and stuff. When I started competing, I mostly did uh, sprints. I uh, did long jump as well, but my <laughs> technique was really poor. And I have also completed a few heptathlons and uh, pentathlons, but I always uh, came back to sprints. But uh, when I started competing uh, international levels, I mostly did 60 and 100 meter, meter uh, hurdles. And I also did long jump on and off. Uh, so you mentioned you uh, competed uh, in hurdles on international levels, but what was the reason behind uh, why you ended up specializing in hurdles and not just sprints? Um, I always liked hurdles because it was like sprints, but like more like special, I guess, and more like yeah. interesting. So as you mentioned before, you have competed on an international level. Therefore, uh, what was the first international competition that you competed in and how old were you at the time? I guess the first international competition was uh, the Baltic Championships under, under 16 in uh, 2017. And I was uh, 14 at the time. Uh, in addition to the Baltic Championships, what other international competitions have you competed in? I think the first like big international competition was uh, a year after the Baltics, which were the European under 18 championships, which mm -hmm. were held in uh, Hungary. And uh, that was the year when I like specialized in uh, hurdles. So, of course, I did the 100 meter hurdles there. And after that, I, I, I competed in uh, many mm -hmm. age, age group Baltic championships, I think around like 10 times. And uh, after 2018, I uh, also competed at the European Olympic Festival in uh, 2019 uh, that took place in Azerbaijan. And I also, of course, did the 100 meter hurdles. And in uh, 2020 winter, I also competed at the international under 20 match in Minsk. 
mm-hmm. where I did uh, 60 meter hurdles and uh, we also did like mixed four by 200 meter meter um, relay where we uh, ran the Estonian junior record and got a bronze medal which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay so that is really nice to hear but how was the role leading up to competing on an international level? How about the qualifying normatives, pressure, rivalry and so on? To Baltic championships there's uh, no uh, qualifying like normatives. You just mm-hmm. uh, have to achieve a first or second place in Estonian youth championships. So it isn't really hard to get there but to the European of course they had qualifying normatives like the year when I specialized in hurdles I because I hadn't run any runs in hurdles I didn't know what the time says about it is it like a good time or not is it a challenging time and me and my coach agreed to run as many runs as I could and maybe if we were lucky we could like qualify Mm-hmm. The first race was really positive, I remember. The normative was 14.40. I ran like uh, 14.55, so I was really positive about it. And like a week or two after I uh, qualified, I ran 14.26. And it was like pretty easy. I, I thought it would like take longer to mm-hmm. achieve, achieve the goal. At the, that run, uh, and another girl qualified as well, and we were like big rivals. But I think it was like positive to have someone like to your level and uh, feel some mm-hmm. pressure from someone. Like it made me push like 100%. 2018 was pretty easy because I I, did, I didn't think about it mm-hmm. as much. But a year later, I I had the pressure to. Uh, qualify because I mm. had like qualified a year before so a year later were the Olympic festival uh, games and I had a clear goal to qualify because last year I ended up setting my personal best to uh, 14.01 and the uh, qualifying normative was uh, 14.05 so I thought it would be like pretty easy for me mm-hmm. but uh, it turned out it was pretty hard because I ran like many, many, many runs and there was always something missing. Like, for example, I ran like, I think 14.03 or something, but the Mm -hmm. tailwind was like over the norm. So it wasn't legal. And Mm -hmm. it was like, like many times that way. And I, I think I, I ran like most runs under 14.10 but never like under under the normative which mm-hmm. was really frustrating and I remember the Estonian youth championships were the last competition where you could qualify and mm-hmm. I was like really setting my goal to qualify there I ran like my uh, season best there but it was like the over norm wind mm-hmm. Which was, uh, yeah, really uh, frustrating, and I re- I felt really dep- depressed. But uh, fortunately, the team got like ten places, even if the athletes uh, didn't complete the normatives, and I was one of the selected ones. But you mentioned that you were dealing with a lot of pressure from yourself, and you were you were feeling depressed and really frustrated. 
how did you deal with the pressure? Like, for example, did you make uh, use of uh, counseling services or sports psychologists or or any kind of support from coach? I didn't get any uh, support from like a team or something, but mm-hmm. I I got my support from my coach. She was like therapist for me. And also my uh, my team members were really supportive. And I think uh, I did a lot of work with myself too. So I could like overcome the problems. And during the competitions, did you feel any kind of pressure or how were you feeling during the competition? The first year I didn't know what to think about it, but I was really nervous because it was like my first, I'm talking about the under 18 European Championships. Mm-hmm. It was like the biggest competition that I've ever competed in. And of course I was really nervous, but I think it was kind of positive that it was my, I, I hadn't felt something close to it. So I didn't not, like know how I must feel or something. Mm-hmm. So I felt pressure, but I could like overcome it. But mm-hmm. I remember that I was really hard on myself because I ran like quite good for me, mm-hmm. but I didn't qualify for the semifinals. And I um, cried for like after the competition for like one hour. Mm-hmm. But um, the second competition, the Olympic Festival, I dealt with some uh, health issues there, which was really frustrating. And also the um, like weather was really hot and I'm from Estonia, so we don't have like this kind of weather here. Mm-hmm. What was it able to... Uh, to represent your country on an international level in such a young age. And what were your thoughts on it then? And what are your thoughts on it now? It was a really nice opportunity to represent my country. It was just like a really nice feeling. When I think back to it, I'm really proud of myself that I did like so good and I, I could qualify to it. Mm-hmm. But like at that time I was really hard on myself which I'm a bit sad about because I could have um, like enjoyed the competition more. How would you say that competing on in multiple international championships has impacted your life? It has really helped me for like in my normal life to just like handle pressure Uh, because that time I uh, really wanted to go to the States to university to uh, pursue a athletic career plus mm-hmm. get like uh, the higher education. The US university coaches were like interested in me, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And I had uh, like some opportunities to go. I also could have gotten a scholarship and it of course made me more confident. And of course, I got many new friends. Okay, how did those competitions influence your motivation to continue track and field? It motivated me really, really much because in Estonia, I didn't quite have like rivals anymore. Mm-hmm. I I was like solo running every run at my age group. So it was nice to run with like the world-class athletes. 
mm-hmm. and it motivated me to run more and to break my records and maybe break Estonian records, mm-hmm. uh, which I did in relays, but never in like individual events. But mm-hmm. it was nice at that time to like have some goals. Mm-hmm. What are your best achievements, either medals, records or awards, or what are you most proud of in your athletics career? I think my biggest achievement was qualifying to the under 18 uh, championships in Mm -hmm. Hungary. And it was like my first achievement. So I think about it as my biggest achievement. But like I've mentioned, I've uh, completed some... um, Estonian records in relays for example 4 by 100 under 20 that I was re- really proud about and also the midlay relay mm-hmm. and the uh, 4 by 200 uh, mixed as well and in the Olympic festival I think I got like 15th place which I was mm-hmm. pretty proud about considering my health problems at that time and what is your opinion on age group championships and competing on an international level as a young athlete? Why are they beneficial for the young athletes or why are they not? I think about them really highly because I think in Estonia we don't have like many athletes, mostly the athletes who are like on top of their event are like solo running or or like only competing with themselves because they're like mm-hmm. on another level so I think the like international championships or competitions are really good for them and also it just sets up like nice foundation for like the senior international championships and competitions mm-hmm. when you're like a senior and trying to qualify for like the olympic games or or something you have nice foundation because you've basically done the things you need. You know what to do and you know the pressure of trying to qualify and the normatives and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. And lastly, as you mentioned before, that you were struggling a bit with uh, qualifying for the championships because you were pressuring yourself, you were feeling a bit depressed. What do you think of the support provider for the young athletes? I think uh, young athletes must be provided support because athletics or like sports are really nerve-wracking. If you struggle like at the young age, the problems will like grow and mm-hmm. will be bigger when you're like older. And it's just like I think normal to provide like support, mostly phys- physiological. Because it's a big problem nowadays that uh, young people and young athletes and also old people struggle with like mental health problems. And I think we should like step up and talk about it more. Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally agree. But thank you for taking the time and sharing your thoughts. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me. To conclude this episode of the Track Talks, it is important to answer the question of how does competing on an international elite level influence young track and field athletes. Young elite athletes are influenced by multiple things, for example, coach behavior, pressure, self-perfectionism, and motivation. When it comes to competing on an international level, it is important to know how to deal with the pressure. 
Sometimes the pressure is not only external, as the athlete has a high rate of self-perfectionism. In this case, it is important to have a good support system, for example, support from a coach. As stated in the journals, coach behavior plays a huge role for elite athletes, as they influence athletes' experience and the level and quality of their motivation. This is confirmed by what Trina said. The support from her coach was very important, as the coach was like a therapist for her in that nerve-wracking time. To end the podcast on a more positive note, competing on an international elite level gives an athlete more motivation to improve, as they get the chance to compete with other world-class athletes, and it also gives them the knowledge on how to avoid or deal with the pressure in the future. And that's a wrap on this episode of Track Talks. I hope you got some useful insights on young elite athletes competing on an international level. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you again in the next episode. Until then, I wish you all the best.